Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm joined today, podcast veteran Michael Carls in the house. How's it going, my friend? Dude, it's going so good. <laughs> Yesterday, ate a ton of food. That's it good. Was, it was great. Um, did some shopping, mostly for myself, which is always good. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, now I'm here doing this. Did you stick to... Are you still on the keto diet? No. Okay, so you got to eat fun stuff? Yeah, I ate everything possible, <laughs> including apple pie. It was delicious. All I ate was one enchilada. <laughs> one enchilada? Why did you... Oh, because meat. Meat, yes. Yes. And uh, my, I had Jeremy and Patrick over after the Lions game that we'll talk about, and uh, my Aunt Wanda and Uncle Dave made us food. And it was enchiladas for some reason. So this is the first Thanksgiving where I wasn't at a place where there was turkey. Wow, that's weird. There's <laughs> ribs at mine, which was great. Yeah. Yeah, and so there was turkey, mm-hmm. but turkey kind of sucks. Turkey does kind of <laughs> suck. But, Back when I used to eat meat. Yeah, but uh, they had ribs. Those are good. And I love stuffing. Stuffing. <laughs> I, John Church, other veteran of this podcast, doesn't like stuffing. What a crazy man. He said that on, on Facebook. He's crazy because stuffing is the one thing I look forward to <laughs> on Thanksgiving. I mean, it's just like seasoned bread. How can it be bad? I, it's so good. Yes. Stuffed right up a turkey's butt. That's right. Delicious. <laughs> I've never cooked a turkey. No. Well, no. me neither. I've, I've seen my brother cook one, and uh, he did it good, I think. I yeah. didn't eat it, but I think I people I want to fry one, but I hear it's really dangerous. Yeah, I saw a video on Facebook of somebody doing that. <laughs> yeah, it just blows up. I don't <laughs> yeah. understand how it happens, but I want to do it because it would be so good. Um, all right. Well, um, we got a lot to talk about tonight, Mike. We still got a while here, so why don't we start before we jump into the sports one and talk about your podcast, Swimming with Sharks. How is that going? It's going really well. Uh, we're going to end up having an off week this week. With the holidays, mm-hmm. yeah. um, I just did not have the adequate time to put in enough research to be able to give out information I'd be confident in. I could have I could have winged it, but at that point, like I just don't feel like I'm doing a service to anyone who listens. Right, you're just you putting know. one out. You should have just put out like a Thanksgiving Day special. Yeah, you know, I, I literally did not have time to do a podcast this week. <laughs> I've been so busy with work. I got I was off all last week hunting. Uh-huh. Then I came back to work for two days, had to catch up on everything I missed, and then Thanksgiving happened. And yep, then today, it happened again. So I just I've been super busy. Eric's up north, so it just was a bad week, and I just couldn't get one done. But Swimming Sharks, great podcast. We'll usually be on once a week <laughs> of talking about daily fantasy sports. Find us everywhere you can possibly find a podcast. Look up our website, swimmingwithsharksdfs.com. And, Follow uh, Eric and Mike on Twitter and Swimming with Sharks on Twitter. Yes, yeah, it's, it's SWSDFS on Twitter, and I'm at Mike Carls with a K. And then Eric's at Eric D- Eric Zero. Like 9129DFS or something? Yeah, Eric 9129DFS. What what is that nine one two nine from? Because he always uses that number. At ninety one, because that was his year he's born. Mm-hmm. And twenty nine, because I'm pretty sure that was the number he wore for football or baseball. Ah, uh, back in the Blue Jay days. Yeah, <laughs> like back in the day. So uh, that just kind of stuck. But. Uh, nice. Well, I'm glad you guys' podcast doing good. I was I got to be lucky enough to guest host an episode with Eric, so that was fun. 
Um, I don't know if I gave any valuable advice. I probably didn't. It was great. <laughs> I listened to them all. Um, I do love to listen back, and uh, and I do enjoy listening to them, and you did a really good job. Fuck yeah, dude. And uh, both guests, you and MD, have done wonderful jobs filling in, so... We'll definitely have you guys back, 100%. Yeah, and we will continue to have you guys here on the Split Six podcast. I love this podcast. <laughs> I was listening last week and homemade. Did you get a... No. We didn't get a bottle yet, so we're going to have to make save some room when we put yours up. So the first wine yep. that was on the podcast. Kombucha wine. Kombucha. Um, how was that? It was good? Yeah, it was good. I mean, yeah. I'm not the biggest kombucha fan, but... Uh, I've never had it. Hipsters so. like it, so... Okay. <laughs> I've, I've never even heard of it until the podcast. And I wasn't restricted to just three of them. I could have like as much as I want because there's three big bottles. Mm. Beer number one. Mike, we forgot to say what we're drinking today. You know, and I thought you were going to allude into that before you asked me what what my podcast was. But let me me tell you about this beer because I picked this one up specifically because I wanted to talk about it. Okay, let's hear. We what are we drinking? So we're drinking Lagunitas, Lagunitas, Mm -hmm. 12th of Never Ale. Twelfth of Never. That's a cool name. Twelfth of Never. Um, it is a canned beer, the fourth one fourth? on this on yep. this podcast. So this is this brewery is becoming my favorite brewery. Yeah, they are pretty good. It's one because they make mostly IPAs and pale ales. Mm-hmm. Um, they all love to smoke weed. <laughs> the owner, the owner of this, it started in California. He's a huge pothead. So he just started making craft beer because he liked it, and he was always stoned. And he would always name his beers after pot, a lot of them. And he loved IPAs because they kind of resemble the flavor of a a pot, semi, you know, the smell. Um, And so I went to Chicago where they opened up their second um, brewery and and distribution center, and I got to tour it, and they got you drunk for free on the tour. It was great. And they're really cool people. Everyone that works there just drinks beer and has a good time, smokes weed, good time. And this beer, actually, he was against canning beers. Mm-hmm. And so anytime anyone would ask him, like, hey, when are you going to can that beer? When are you going to can that beer? He'd always say, ah, the 12th of never. Oh, so was this the first one he canned? This is the first one he canned. <laughs> so he named it the 12th of never, L. Nice. Oh, that's cool. I really like their something easy, like... Uh from Lagunitas. I haven't done it on the podcast yet. I think we've done a few. Yeah, we've done a Pale Ale and a Pilsner. You've done them both pretty recently, too. Yeah, relatively. I actually yeah, almost they're... picked up Citronellis, but then I remembered that you've done that one. Oh, good. Nice job. And so I was like, no. So, But I knew you hadn't done this one. And I just... I like it. Um, It's not as happy as uh, other ones, you know. No, it's just a Pale Ale. It's an IPA. Oh, okay. Um... But like most of their beer, I mean, they do make other beers, but for the most part, they make strict. They make a, they make mostly IPAs and pale ales. But when I was there, they were making their first batches of um, aged barrel ales okay. and wine barrel ales. So those should be coming out here in the future too. Well, we'll see. I don't. I don't think I'm a fan of those. But this one says, at best, it's 12 ounces of malt, hops, yeast, love, and a vibe in solution of. Dehydrogen oxide captured in an aluminum yum wrapper. So yeah, that's they always got. have funny, fun, like crazy things written on their cans. Mm-hmm. So, 
Well, cool. Well, let's get into the sports. The first beer, the first topic of the night, Mike. I was at the Lions game yesterday for Thanksgiving, and boy, the season is officially over. Yeah, it was over a while ago, Nick. Well, yeah, I know. But (laughs) now we lost to a backup quarterback at home on a Thanksgiving Day game where, because of me, I like to think the crowd was pretty turned up. You are the one who stirred the stirred the pot, oh, got yeah. him going, dude. Uh, every time I'm, I love going to games because I really feel like I affect it. Because like you, you hear these Bears fans start trying to go like "Let's go Bears" or like "Let's go Bears" or something, and I'm just screaming at them like "Shut up, shut up!" So you're the drunk dude in the stands. <laughs> I'm the drunk dude in the stands <laughs> screaming it. I was wearing my blue suit and <laughs> just yelling at people, and then they stopped. So it worked. They're scared of you. <laughs> they should have been. <laughs> Yeah, but they left happy. You left sad. <laughs> I left sad because the Lions have issues that go pretty deep, and I don't see a light in the end of the tunnel, especially with Matthew Stafford being our quarterback. Yeah, you know, I've only been riding this bandwagon of the Matthew Stafford's not good train uh, mm-hmm. for a long time now. Um, I we've seen it coming for I've seen it for years. He's done, he's never made any players around him better. Well, I mean, I, he was, I disagree with that. He's a he's a product of Calvin Johnson, and to be honest, most of the time, there's a lot of times when he just misses. He might make the throws, but he doesn't place them in the right spots. He he drops them behind receivers. Even yesterday, he he had a pass to Theoretic that would have been a touchdown because he was wide open. Mm-hmm. He threw it short. Riddick then had to turn around and slow down his momentum. Then he fell out of bounds. We still scored, but that throw, a good quarterback, that's a touchdown. Right. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I mean, I've been a supporter of Stafford. I still think he's better than what people give him credit for. Well, than what you specifically give him credit for. But uh, I just don't see how he – like, if we traded him to Jacksonville, that team would be a contender. Sure, because he doesn't have to make anyone better. He has the team around him. Right. But here, he doesn't work here. No, yeah, we had that one season with that. One of the the best teams I've seen assembled, regardless of Lions team I've seen assembled, where we had Sue and Fairley and Calvin and Golden. We went to Dallas and got ripped out of a playoff game. Um, but that's the kind of team you need to be around him for him to win because he's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it goes deeper than that too. Jim Bob Cooter needs to go. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, I don't know if, I don't know if that's the reason Stafford, like that, the big crucial interception that was a pick six. Like I'm certain that that play was a, a, a quick hot route. Just throw it to him immediately. But I mean, Stafford's got to be able to read that and Cooter's got to be able to know, like, let's not fucking do that. Why don't we? make him go through progressions if he's incapable of it then fine let him fucking suffer until he figures it out he has a brain he's a human you can learn it he has all the physical traits so i don't i don't understand why he hasn't taken the jump to being an elite quarterback like it is i don't know if it's lack of preparation or because i don't think he's an idiot he doesn't have the intangible he doesn't have that passion yeah maybe that's it i mean he doesn't. I mean, he has the tools, right? Mm-hmm. He was the first. He was a. He was drafted number one overall. He has the tools, but the problem is, I just don't think he's very passionate, and and I just I don't think he's a leader. Yeah. And that and that's an issue when you have when you're a quarterback. If you want to be great, you have to be a leader. There's never a great. There hasn't been a great quarterback that wasn't a leader. Right. 
I mean, and if if you're gonna not be one, then I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I mean, it's hard for me to question his passion of playing the game because, you know, we don't know. We we just if if you're not if you're not some really loud outspoken guy, I'm not really gonna fault you for that. That's an issue. You you have to have that personality type to be great. He's not he's not outspoken. He's not loud. That's an issue. That's an intangible mm-hmm. he doesn't have. He needs to hate losing more than he does. And I think being on the Lions, you get complacent with that. Yeah. And it's more of a product of our individual culture with a franchise, which is a lot harder than anyone could think to change. You know, it's not just Matt Patricia's not going to come in here and like immediately revamp everything because it's deeper than a coaching staff, a, a GM staff. It's like this whole long history of badness that I don't know how to vanquish. I don't either because it doesn't make any sense because we've had three different, well, in, since I've been watching football, we've had mm-hmm. three different regimes and multiple different head coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, mostly one quarter, well, mostly one quarterback. We've had a couple, but mostly yeah. one. But it's just, he doesn't work here. The team, I mean, they need to just, they, I mean, really, the Fords need to sell it. Sell, yeah, well, sell that's never going to happen. Yeah, it might, but we'll see. <laughs> I don't know why they would. It's a moneymaker, and they don't have to do anything. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. If they get offered enough money, they might. Yeah, uh, you know, and the NFL is changing. You're going to – you need a mobile quarterback because of how easy it is to be good on offense if your quarterback doesn't get sacked, especially with, like, you know, I mean, we just saw that Chiefs – uh, Rams game the other night was said like almost a record amount of points, and that's because Patrick Mahomes is good because he's mobile and can make any throw. And well, he's just God. Yeah, and and then Jared Goff just has one of the best coaches, but best starts to a young coaching career I've ever seen. And uh, you know that's just where it's going forward. Like quarterbacks like Stafford who aren't very mobile and you know, rely on the strength of their arm to do what they do. That's not enough. You need the legs, too. You need run-pass options, m- motion on, like, every play, taking multiple deep shots per game. Yep. Like, Can't that's the new offense. I was watching the Lions. I want to rip my freaking face off because <laughs> I'm pretty sure at one point Matt Stafford had 10. He was 10 for 12 because, oh, great great completion percentage but it was for 54 yards he was averaging 5.4 yards yeah per completion that's too too uh dink and dunk that's dink and dunk you need a quarterback that's as good as tom brady that never makes mistakes to be able to do that kind of an offense like you need to take chances throw a lot of 50 50 balls and then you know part of the reason probably that we aren't doing that right now is because marvin jones has been out and we're playing with galladay and a bunch of garbage players like tj jones sucks i mean uh, who's ellington that we have bruce ellington yeah he's been playing all right yeah we just don't i mean they're all terrible but the problem is you put those guys on another on a team with like a tom brady or andrew luck and they will make them look good Mm -hmm. like eric ebron sucked here (laughs) and he goes to he goes to indy with a good quarterback and he's leads the league in touchdowns for tight ends yeah yeah, and you know that's I don't know we, we fucking suck in every aspect of a franchise and a football team. And the only reason we're not one of the worst is 
Well, we are one of the worst. What am I talking about? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the Browns are having like have more optimism this year than we do. Oh yeah, and a much brighter future, like at least short term wise. Like, I don't know, and it's we can't we can't uh, rebuild because we can't get we can't get rid of Stafford at least not until after next year. No, we can't. Oh, when we have a forty million dollar cap hit, sure. We're not going to do that. <laughs> that will make you suck. Well. Or just suck this year and draft a quarterback and bench Stafford. We're not going to do that either. Yeah, it's so stupid because <laughs> a good a good regime would do that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, a good like a good a good team would realize that their quarterback is holding them back because he's not good. Yeah. No matter what he's making, like Matt Castle got a huge contract. Guess what? He got benched mm. and never played as a starting quarterback again. Right. Well, I mean, I know this. I mean, they can't just mail in the season. They should, but they can't because it's the NFL, and you you can't do. That. I mean, Patricia's coach for a job. Players aren't going to just quit. You know, that's not what happens. But I don't think Matt Castle is going to come in here and be better than Stafford. You know, like he's our backup right now. Conveniently, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I mean I understand, but I just, it's just. It's a tough they, situation. They, no, it's not. And it's it's teams are stupid, <laughs> and they refuse I agree with to that. Su- they refuse to suck, and it's and except a few, and when they do, or they refuse to change. Like half the time, these NFL coaches who all suck keep getting jobs. These offensive coordinators and defensive co- coordinators who all suck just get cycled throughout the league. The league needs to learn how to change, and it's, it's starting. Yeah. You're seeing it. It is the seismic shift this year, which is pointing towards the future. Like, look at this Bears team. They have one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen play football. Oh, I'm glad as you quarterback. <laughs> And they're, what, 8-3? and three? Yep. Okay. Yeah, that tells you how, how much you need to know about the Lions. <laughs> the NFL, you need a quarterback. Well, that's, that's the thing with Trubisky is he can run. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, just because he you – know, that's why it's working because they have – their defense isn't like amazing. Well, it is with the addition of one player, and like you need to be able to get after the quarterback, like Khalil Mack, like one of the best I've ever seen. Get after the quarterback. Um, Mike is watching on his phone uh, Tiger versus Phil, which I guess we can jump to. Yeah, you want to switch subjects? <laughs> Let's switch. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm we... done with the lines. They suck. They always will. Well, they just finished the 18th hole. Oh, so it's over? Nope, they are tied. Oh, overtime? Yeah, Tiger chipped in for, on the 17th hole down one to push it to a tie going into 18, and then they both just uh, birdied 18, so now they're going to a, a a 19th hole. They're going back and playing number one again. Interesting. So um, what's the deal with this thing? Like, So probably for like a So Tiger and Phil used to not like each other, mm-hmm. um, but they'd be as they've gotten older and – they're the two are vets and everyone looks up to them. They've gotten friendly and became friends now. Um, and for a while they've been just back and forth at like different tournaments. They always, they always talked about playing one-on-one with yeah. and putting up money and then betting throughout the thing. And there was just a talk and talk and they wanted to do it. Well then it got, you know, whoever they might've gotten mentioned. It started picking up wind. People started hearing about, well, then it got sponsored, and so they're playing for $9 million, which is still kind of a lot. 
Yeah, that'd be like us playing for a thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I mean to put it in perspective, Phil Mickelson, been pretty good on the tour. Yeah, he's won eighty-eight million dollars in his career playing for the PGA, and he's can win ten percent of that in yeah. one match. So much, much more of a incentive for him, him to win than Tiger, I would guess. Well, Tiger, Tiger's won one hundred twenty-five million. I mean, but Tiger's worth. Yeah, Tiger's Tiger. Yeah, but so I mean, yeah, there's definitely more incentive. I mean, to be honest, they it's don't just for show anyway. Yeah, I mean, nine million dollars is still a lot to anyone. I mean, right. they want to win, but yes, it's not like a do or die thing. <laughs> they're they're having fun with it. They're making side bets. Actually, Phil Mickelson during this uh, match. On every par three, they they bet closest to the pin, uh-huh. and Phil Mickelson won all three of them. Okay. Um, Tiger actually in the last one uh, hit it pretty close, and Phil came, shot second and just clutched it. And Man. it was for three hundred thousand. It'd be nice to be good at golf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, these guys are insane. the The weird part about this match is. Phil Mickelson usually is not very good off the tee, like driving the ball. Uh huh. But he is just stroking it today, right down the fairway. So oh, stroke that. He is stroking ball, baby. it. Yeah. <laughs> but they're going to a, they're they're going to an, um the nineteenth hole now. Uh, so we'll see how long this lasts. But I'm a huge Tiger fan. Swimming mm. with Sharks podcast will actually be getting back into golf here once football season is over. I miss you it. guys did like really good at golf, right? Yeah. I just miss golf. I mm. love it's my favorite. It's it's hard to say. it might be my favorite sport. <laughs> I'm just getting sick of the NFL to be honest. Yeah, it is weird. I feel I feel less. I mean, it, it might be it fluctuates with how good the Lions are or not, how into it I am. But um yeah. I don't know. I think I think basketball is my favorite sport right now. I mean, football's still my favorite. Mm. I do love basketball, but until the Golden State Warriors don't exist anymore, um, I it's not gonna be on top. Yeah, just it's yeah, it's just because it, I I already know the outcome. Even though it's, I almost feel like this whole Durant in um the Durant and the guy uh, from Draymond yeah, situation is like all for show just to like try to put some freaking uh <laughs> you know some like uh, doubt in people's minds mm-hmm. or. You know, make the NBA seem that make the championship seem like oh maybe they'll maybe they aren't getting along so they can't <laughs> win, uh, you know that kind of thing. Let's be real. I mean, these players still want to win, and yeah. by when it even when it comes down to it, playoff time, they could miss one of them and still they're the best team. Right. I mean, I think as much as anyone wants to contend this, I'll challenge you. I, Steph Curry is by far the most important player on that team, and he's been out when all that's been going on. Um, he, Steph Curry is like the Patrick Mahomes of the NFL, where he's like changing offenses. And sorry, my dogs are eating something. Well, no, it doesn't look like they are anymore. Swallowed it, okay. <laughs> uh, but you know, like when you can pull up and shoot from anywhere past half court and make it like a lot, then that's insane. What are you eating, Stella? Yeah, here. Oh, is it the bottle cap that she's eating? Oh, wait. It's Remy. I don't know what that was. Bad boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, dogs. 
But, yeah. Curry was in a car accident, actually. Yeah, I heard that today. I mean, I didn't read into it. I just saw it on the Twitter machine. Mm-hmm. Um, he was okay, though. No yeah. injuries. So. Multi-car accident. He was fine. Yeah. Because why not? Well, if, you were Steph, if I was Steph Curry, I would just helicopter everywhere, even if it was really close. Yeah, I mean, but then you'd miss, you'd miss driving. I mean, you... Yeah, he'd probably miss driving, especially when he gets to drive sweet cars all the time. Yeah, that's true. It's a little different. <laughs> like, yeah, if he just... I mean... I think it's stupid that pro sport, like when they get DUIs and stuff, because you can afford whatever the hell kind of transportation yeah. you want. But during the day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. want the freedom. Driving. It's probably nice to be alone sometimes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just being in your car, tinted windows so no one can <laughs> scream at you. Hey, but, um. Oh, well, do you have any thoughts to add to Golden State? Or, or no, you? uh. I mean, we we got into that because of the favorite sports, but no, I don't have any. I just think it's stupid. They're going to win again. So, do you think that the seventy sixers team could challenge them? No. If it works out with Butler, no. I don't either. No. Do you think the seventy sixers team should be the favorite to get out of the East? No. Who do you think should be Boston or Toronto? Toronto? Probably Toronto. Just because um, they had the best player. Kawhi, yeah. I mean, he's he's so good. Mm. Like. He's the most in still. He's still the most under talked about superstar yeah. in the league because no, he's never talked about. He gets overshadowed by all these other players. He is so insanely good <laughs> at at the sport. I mean, it's because he probably has a weird laugh. Yeah, and he, that's the most press I've heard on him in a long time. And I've, I haven't heard some of my daily podcasts talk about it. Yeah, I mean that's about it. I mean, but he's he's. I mean, it's gonna. I I like. I mean, I lo- I think Philly's sweet. I'm a huge Embiid fan. And Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler is like the hardest. He's like the hardest working pro yeah, sports player I, like I think he ever that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But dude, all he cares about is just winning. And I'm, you know, everyone was kind of giving him flack. A lot of people were giving him flack with how he handled the the Timberwolves situation. But mm-hmm. I watched a lot of Timberwolves games because I play a lot of DraftKings basketball. Mm-hmm. And there's li- like even before this all happened last year. Eric and I would re- literally refuse to play Carl Anthony Towns some days. We're like, we don't know if he's going to try. You can literally tell yeah. him and Demarcus Cousins have these games where they just they just don't try. They're like walking up the floor, or like, they just don't care. So I can if you can if we could see that as viewers. I can only imagine how pissed I'd be to be on that guy's team. Yeah. You know, especially when you want to win, you think you're the best because every team thinks they're the best. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Butler thinks he's the best. And yeah. then you just. And he wasn't even, like, I mean, maybe I'm getting this wrong, but I don't think he was that highly touted coming into the league, right? No. He just is, like, the ultimate tryhard guy. Yeah, he plays a great defense. And he just got, he got really good really fast. Mm hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, imagine if we had Jimmy Butler's brain in Matt Stafford's body. Oh, yeah, then he, yeah, he'd probably <laughs> be a freaking stud. But I don't know. How you feeling about those Pistons boys? I actually, to be honest, I haven't watched a lot of Pistons basketball uh, lately. I started watching them a lot, but I haven't really. I don't even know how they're. I I know that I I think they beat Toronto. They did beat Toronto. Yeah. And then um, it beat um, Philly, but it was without Embiid. Yeah, I saw that game. It was without Simmons. My bad. Yeah, I saw I saw the Philly games. Is Toronto the last game? 
No, they no. played. They, they mean they've been playing some crappy teams and they've been beating them. They just played the Cavs. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. I think they play the Rockets tonight. Actually. Do they? We should. We should probably turn that on. Let's see. We got the TV going here in Split Six Studio. Um, I don't like that. I I really hope they trade for Bradley Beal and get rid of Drummond. That'd be great. Yeah, but it would be so happen. nice if we could get rid of Drummond because then. Like well, I mean, we're not we're stuck anyway, you know. Like like you said, no one's beating the Warriors. Well, right, but I think getting rid of Drummond and having Beal, I mean Griffin, Beal and Griffin as like your core basically mm-hmm. to suck for now. Yeah. <laughs> but then you don't draft centers because centers are pointless in the league now. Right. Yeah. And the NBA's changed. All the sports are changing. I mean, and Blake can shoot. Blake has a little jumper. He can shoot mm-hmm. some threes. He could fit into an offense like the like a Golden State style offense, um, but Drummond, you just with Drummond as one of your best players, you just can't run a modern day NF, uh, NBA offense. Right, and especially when you have Drummond and Blake, we're both like essentially centers. I know Blake's more of a forward, but could play center. Yeah, it just and it's just two big men. Like what? That, that's not how it works now. Not, yeah. The league's about shooting fucking threes and it's about it's about pace yeah yep play fast shoot threes yeah um and i just in drummond and people will the his defenders this is the same shit with stafford it's detroit man we're we we're quick to defend people there's a lot mm-hmm. of defenders of drummond because they're gonna look at his stat line this year right and he's averaging like you know he's getting 2020s and all yeah because he's, he's the only center playing on the court most times, so any rebound comes to him. But he just clogs your entire team up. Right, yeah. I mean, like, people read too much into stats when they don't watch the games. Yeah, you know? that's, like, are... that's like people that say the running back has good yards per carry, so he's a good running back. It does not fucking mean you're good. It means it doesn't mean you're bad, but it, it's not the sole purpose why you're good. Or if you have a bad yards per carry, it doesn't mean you're bad. Like there are other factors. Like right. like with Drummond, like yeah, he's the tallest guy on the court. He's gonna get rebounds, and you know, but put what do you backs. what do you do with him? Yeah, I mean, he gets putbacks, and he's twenty twenty. But it's just you need to you need you don't need a center. A lot of teams are going to these these hybrid centers that are basically power forwards playing center. Yeah. Um. You know, and but yeah, I mean. If they could somehow do... I, they won't. I mean, it's the fucking Pistons. They're not going to do yeah. it. I mean, let's be real. We're going to be stuck in the middle, <laughs> like all of our sports teams, except for maybe the Red Wings are on to something. They just lost today. Did they? They I played was, the Capitals. I was watching that game for a little bit. They were up 1-0 until I turned it off. Yeah, they lost, I think, 3-1. to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... But they are 9-4 and four since Mike Green came back. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot of Red Wings hockey, to be 100% honest, mm-hmm. um, because... Uh, hockey. I play fantasy hockey. I just, it's really hard for. I like playoff hockey, but it's really hard for me to sit down and watch a hockey game. I've been slowly because it used to be my favorite sport back when I, I was remember. in a younger. I just loved it, and then the lockout happened, and I lost all interest. But now I've been slowly over the years getting more and more into it. Now I like watching it. Like I like watching the Red Wings, um, even when they're bad, and I think they should be bad. But I don't know why they're winning all these games. That's like we 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 started off like as one of the worst teams. The good thing about hockey, though, out of all the other sports, mm-hmm. is it's it the the draft isn't as important. Yeah. In the NBA and the NFL, the draft is important. In MLB and 
in the NHL, yeah, sometimes there's those stupid talents right. at the top of drafts, like Connor McDavid and stuff, and you have to suck for those guys. But there's a ton of players that can contribute that get drafted super late in, a, right. in NHL drafts. And and most of these kids, a lot of these kids are like in junior hockey. So who knows? Yeah, they're even more of like lottery picks. Yeah, because, yeah, the kid's sick, but he's like 16 <laughs> years old. And you're like, sweet. I have yeah. to wait three years <laughs> until he can even be a professional. Mm. So It's still important to draft well, but you can build your team other ways and... Yeah. I mean, actually, I don't really know how free agency works that much in hockey. It, I know trading is a lot with hockey. Yeah, there's trading. Always, it's always one of the more active sports, the trade deadline. Yeah, and there's just and there's a lot of free agent move, But they also get criminally underpaid compared to the other sports. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For Honestly, playing in, a very brutal <laughs> sport. Yeah, I mean, it's probably just as bad. Just It's just less popular than football. That's why they don't talk about the concussion things as much. But I'm sure that... They have some issues. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. understand how anyone plays hockey without wearing a fucking cage on your face. Yeah, I don't... That's terrifying. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been hit by... I've, I've used to play a lot of street hockey and played some roller hockey and stuff. And even that would suck when you got hit in the face. I could imagine an NHL player shooting a puck at heavy my ass face. Puck. Yeah, right at my face. I played drop-in once with uh, Croc and... Uh, it was scary because he gave me the helmet that didn't have the mask. So I'm like, I don't fucking really know how to skate that well. Never played like ice hockey before. And I was like, oh my God, I hope no one takes a fucking slap shot to my face because I'm not going to try to block that shit. And I don't have dental insurance. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's insane that players don't wear them more. They make the clear ones mm-hmm. that are all clear. I'm sh- I don't know, maybe because of fogging and I don't know. I think it's just it's pride, I guess. Well, and hockey players are the toughest dudes in the yeah, world. Yeah, they're crazy. Like, they get an injury that would put an NBA player out for like three weeks, and they come back in the same game. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're like facial laceration. They get stitched up, and then they come back on the ice. In the NBA, someone gets stitches, they're out at least five games. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I knocked out all my teeth. I'll be back after the second intermission. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that's one thing that no one can ever say against hockey. Those dudes are tough as hell. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, tougher than the NFL, tougher than any sport. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, they're insane. Uh, I loved playing hockey. I would love being goalie. It was so much fun. Yeah, I played a lot of goalie when I played street hockey. My That's why my little brother became a goalie. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he's pretty good, right? Does yeah, he still he, play? No, no. He's, Finally hung up the old pads, huh? He, he hung up the skates. Yeah, he decided to go to college and join a frat and, you know. Live the party lifestyle. Yeah, live that life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him because that's probably pretty fucking fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, at the point where once you, if you're, once you're, 17, 18, or whatever, you know if you're going pro or not because by the time you're 14, you would know. Beer number two, entertainment. All right, on to beer number two, the entertainment portion of this podcast. Mike, let's get this beer. Let me uh, finish this one. Ah, delicious. I highly suggest this beer, it's one of my faves. Yeah, go check it out, guys, in Lagunitas, if you're out there listening, which I know you're not. But well, if you wanted a sponsorship, you kind of already got one for free. So. Well, if, anyone, if any of the listeners are in Chicago and you haven't been to the Lagunitas Brewery, go. We're talking to you, Patrick Mahar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I think I'll be in Chicago next weekend. Yeah, that's what I hear. You told me this. 
Did you find a place to stay yet? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that's that's the one issue. But <laughs> well, you can always you can always you know just my um, Airbnb it is what I'm looking at. Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Okay, you could do that. You could just you know sleep on the street. Knock on some doors. Couch it. Just bet on bet on my uh, personality to meet people and have them let me stay there. <laughs> no, I'm I'm pretty sure there's a uh, couch surfing websites. Oh really? And you can like like or Facebook groups where you can uh, go and like sleep on someone's couch, basically. That's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, it's for totally people that, that are travelers. I mean, it's more it's very common overseas. Yeah, um, it's not so common here, but I think it there is some of that here. It's very common overseas though. Mm-hmm. People just like let other people crash their house because. Everyone in Europe is way cooler than us, and they yeah, just I mean, travel all the time. I mean, I would probably do that if it was uh, if it would, they would have to have someone to vouch for them, but I would do it. All right, we got guys, a golf update. Your golf update: Tiger Woods has about a five footer to win the match. Uh oh. Maybe maybe six footer. I don't know. It doesn't tell me. Do you think it goes in or no? And oh, he left it on the <laughs> amateur side too. Oh my god, he missed it. Okay, we're going to another hole. <laughs> we will keep you updated on this thing that you already know the answer to by the time you listen to this, but that's whatever. true. Yeah, yeah. Live sports is tough. Yeah. We need to figure out how to do this broadcast this live, but one day. You know. <laughs> yeah, so wait, what were we talking about? Now we're on entertainment. We haven't started talking about anything. Alright, cool. We were talking about couch surfing. <laughs> which brings me to I I think I heard of this on the Beautiful Anonymous podcast. That I have been sparingly listening to. I am so far behind on that one. Mm-hmm. But I had I have listened to a couple episodes recently, uh, and it's just it's a great podcast. It just sometimes some of the topics in the some right. I think he's not great at making titles because mm-hmm. uh, some of the some of the title or I'm just I'm technically not his target audience. That's the issue. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't think I fit his target audi- audience as in my like views and beliefs and how i who i am yeah so it it has to be something that interests me for me to click on that title i just you know i don't i don't regret ever listening to him because i always like him every single time but i don't know there's i've i'm getting more and more podcasts as the days go by and i've been just putting that one on the back burner because i can oh i just always know i can come back a lot of the podcasts i listen to are like daily Maybe it's mainly since fantasy football has been back, and I've been listening to those podcasts. Yeah, fantasy football ruins my podcast listening. Yeah, <laughs> because I listen to fantasy football podcasts all the time. The only one that I'm actually I look forward to, and I'm like waiting for every single week, is one split six. Two <laughs> is um, um, ear hustle. Oh, I have been. I'm subscribed to that, but I've never listened to it. It's so good. What is it? Is it like Keith, uh, friend of the podcast, Keith Demick told me to listen to that. It's really good. It's about a, um, it's, it's about, well, it's a podcast that's produced by someone who works in a prison with the prisoners and a prisoner. Okay. Um, and so it's produced by both of them and then all the song editing and everything is done also by prisoners. Um, nice. and then it's a Radiotopia, I think, um, podcast, um, or no, PRX, Radiotopia, yeah. Um, and then it's just, they just tell you s- stories from, like, the inside of prison or, like, um, maybe try to bust th- beliefs of thing how things go on in prison mm-hmm. or, 
you know, confirm things that go on in prison, but it's from like, and they go around in the yard, which, you know, where you, the free time outside yeah, and they'll talk, they'll just like bring their recording device and they'll talk to the, um, the prisoners. And so you get firsthand accounts on like whatever topic it is, but it's just, there's been some insanely good ones. Wow. Like, like good episodes. And the guy who hosts it, Erlon so, Woods, I'm hoping he gets out because he got he was put into prison for being the getaway driver in a robbery. Mm-hmm. He's been serving for 21 years. But it seems like... Did someone die in the robbery? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, two people were murdered. Makes um, a little bit more sense. Yeah, so he's <laughs> serving for murder. But um, I'm hoping he gets out because you can tell... I mean, he's been doing this. They're, mm-hmm. they're on season three. So he devotes a lot of time to this. And um, I know. mean, the prison system is outdated, I think... You know, we can maybe talk about some politics, but I think, like, you know, if we should base it on whether or not somebody's going to commit a crime again or not. Right. And, I mean, I don't know anything about this, but if he sounds rehabilitated, then... Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure if he got out right now, he would just be... He would just continue podcasting. Yeah. Um, I mean, why not? I mean, if if I heard about this independently, and you did too, then I'm sure it's doing pretty well. Yeah, and it's crazy because it was like on my one of my like recommended feeds or like top charts uh-huh. before they even ever released an episode. Oh, really? Yeah, like they had like a teaser, and it was like a minute or two minutes long, and they were like on the top charts, and that's how I found out about it. So I've been literally listening since the first episode was dropped, and I and I li- wait for it every single week because <laughs> I just I just love hearing these stories. I don't know, I'm like obsessed with it. Yeah. Um, a podcast that uh, came back recently that is honestly one of my favorite podcasts is called The Daily Zeitgeist. That's one I'm going to go see in Chicago. But uh, it's not like, you know, I wouldn't say it's the best podcast. It's just a daily podcast talking about politics a little bit. And like every, basically everything Split Six does, but with comedians that are much funnier than me. Okay. <laughs> but Heavyweight, um, it's a Gimlet podcast hosted by Jonathan Goldstein. And it is the greatest i think like it's it's just this guy he every episode's titled a different uh person um and it just goes through him helping him get through something they couldn't get over but like he's hilarious in like the dumbest way and it it gets really deep with all these episodes um and yeah i don't know i couldn't recommend that podcast more because it is so good and like I don't know. How is Ear Hustle? Like, can you jump right in or do you get to start at the beginning? Um, no, you can jump right in. Each story is pretty uh, independent of each other. It's all diff- different types of th- questions or things that people wonder about inside prison. Okay, cool. So you could jump. It's going through, like, listening it from the beginning. I feel like I may, I might have learned more about, like, Erlon Woods, the guy, and, like his life in the past three years in prison because i've listened to it every episode but i don't think it would take away it's kind of like some of those like like a like i think like law and order you could like jump in and watch any episode because they all are in different things yeah yeah but they have like a subplot right that's going over that's going on but it's not super important to the episode Mm -hmm. so you can watch any episode but if you watch it all there's that extra storyline so i think that would be kind of the same as ear hustle like you won't grow with the Erlon Woods and the characters but 
Yeah, but like you can still like it wouldn't. It's it's not gonna like not. It's not like serial where if you jumped in to the first season like halfway yeah. through, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Exactly, exactly. Serial is so good. Oh, serial is great. Did you have you listened to the new season? No. New season's pretty good. The second season wasn't very good, um, but the new season uh, is really good. It takes. It's like they spend a year in the Cleveland court systems and they go through like bunch of different cases and you just kind of realize how fucked the world is yeah <laughs> yeah the judicial system is not great no and no. it's all fixable but we just don't we don't care because once someone breaks the law we don't give a shit about them right yeah <laughs> i mean to be honest that's really that's really why and i think um and for some people yeah i mean you shouldn't but i've been watching i really like the joe rogan podcast but i like it I don't like listening to it in full because I never have that much time. <laughs> so on YouTube, there's a, a page called JRE Clips. Okay. And what they do is uh, every episode, they just clip like the, the important parts, the important parts and into like however long it could mm-hmm. be three to 15 minutes, but then you, or it could be multiple from one episode, but you only, you don't get all the nonsense. You just get like the hard hitting things. Yeah. So it's been great. Yeah, I I listen to that podcast whenever there's like a guest that their description is, is he eating something random again? He's eating a guitar pick. Remy, you're the worst. You're the worst dog. Get out of my life. Um, but uh, I don't know. Something about him makes me mad. Like he's a little. I don't. I don't. It's hard for me to ex- explain, but he's a little insensitive towards some things that, I, and he seems very arrogant about it. I don't really jive with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I I don't know. I I I I love. I like him a lot. I don't like him so much that I like religiously listen to his podcast. But I think he just does a really good job of hosting a podcast. Yeah, he gets good. On, he gets good guests on. And he's and literally then, the biggest podcast in the world. So. Yeah, and then he just you know they talk. I mean, he got Elon Musk to smoke weed, <laughs> and then Elon Musk got freaking. Got investigated by NASA because, <laughs> about their s- workplace safety because Elon Musk smoked weed on the Joe Rogan <laughs> podcast. Like, it's incredible. Yeah. Um. Did you did you listen to the one with Tom DeLong? Oh, uh, see, I don't, I don't know, but I might have seen clips from it. Okay. The one with the Blink One Eighty Two guy. Um, that doesn't sound familiar. He's like, he quit Blink One Eighty Two to go pursue to the Stars Academy, which is like about searching for aliens and stuff oh no oh listen to that episode's wild it sounds like scientology bullshit dude it's it's not it's like the he's like a big believer in aliens and claims that he meets with u.s senators that have told them told them things claims that roswell wasn't actually aliens it was germans using alien technology and that's why it crashed because they didn't know how to handle it it's really bizarre <laughs> but it's a, it's Joe Rogan says before it starts, he's like, "This is a bunch of bullshit," but bullshit's fun to listen to. <laughs> but I don't know. It's a, it was like a, my favorite Joe Rogan episode I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, I I've listened to a, a few of them um, for for like a couple of weeks. I was really interested in Scientology, like just learned, just like fascinated by. I it. was fascinated by it and wanted to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. Not that I was interested in. Being Scientologist, okay, okay, I was definitely <laughs> not. No, no, no. But I was 
I was just so enthralled by like I wanted to understand it. Right. More, it's right? weird how some people can like believe in that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was I was wanting to understand it like your Thetan. I was I listened to multiple different podcasts. I watched every YouTube video. I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast where you where he interviewed ex Scientologists. Um it was fat. It was a fascinating two week life, two <laughs> two weeks of my life, and because they opened the Scientology church right next to my work. In oh, they did. Detroit. Oh, yeah, it's oh. massive. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a ma- overnight, like on a Sunday during like at like five p.m. So no one's downtown. They held their grand opening, and they had all the Scientologist people down there. So that that religion, uh, you're basically worth as much as religion is how much money you give to it right yeah so for the most part yeah so first off they won't even let you in like you can go in uh-huh. they have security um which was weird because most churches don't have security right right um they have security outside because they know that they're such like a lot of people don't like their religion right um but you go in and you have to watch these like informational um videos and there's a bunch of different ones, mm-hmm. and you have to watch it. And they like watch you while you watch it to see if you're actually like interested in it. <laughs> and then, but if they feel at all that you're just like you're not being like like genuine genuine about it, they'll just kick you out. Oh, wow! But if they think you're actually being genuine, then in order to progress within the church. You have to it. You have to pay more and more money for all the different services. It must be why that place is so big. Oh yeah, I mean they <laughs> opened a massive church right next to me in a really old building. It's literally I could throw out, out from my window. I could jump into their building. Oh wow! Yeah, like it's Spider Man style. Yeah, it's literally right there. Um, yeah, I could look through their windows, but they all have their blinds down because <laughs> they don't want us to see inside there. But fascinating religion. Uh, um, it's like any religion it's like any religion though i mean to be honest i mean who you can't i mean the guy was a fiction writer which makes it a little less believable (laughs) but but, uh he was a he was a sci-fi fiction writer and he created a religion based on aliens so you know but who knows i mean the bible is just older right right so that's the only thing that makes it different (laughs) i guess maybe tom cruise i maybe tom cruise is paid off by them because I think he's like one of the big reasons why that's it's still as popular as. Well, I mean, it, is. it was him. There was uh, the dude from Pulp Fiction, John Travolta. He was one. Yeah, wow. a huge one. He still is. Oh, really? Yeah. There's a lot of uh, it's a it's very very popular in Hollywood. Why? I don't know. Like, what about it makes it seem credible? Maybe it's part of the Illuminati. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's either a giant hustle. Um, or these people know something we don't. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Like the, the, well, something it's that fucking nuts how, it's, can. It's fascinating how secretive they are. Yeah. Because even I was trying to watch, find more and more about it, and I wanted to watch like videos of like their um, their uh, auditing that they do. Basically, you mm-hmm. hold on to these cylinder things, and they ask you really deep questions. You're supposed to like you're supposed to spill your deepest darkest secrets out to them uh-huh. and they make you go through like and they also make you go through this cleanse where you have to go in like saunas and you have to like cleanse your body it's it's very wild it's very culty but i was i was fascinated by it and i wanted to find out more and i wanted to like i wanted to like see videos and like but nothing there's no videos inside the church there's no videos of the auditing like it's all 
super locked down secretive and then i've heard like when people leave the church if they don't leave if they like leave they get harassed and followed and and by 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 the by like people of the church and damn yeah it's super weird you're seeing the leftovers no it kind of reminds me of there's like have this like kind of like religious culty type thing it's not really religion but they're called the guilty remnant um for anyone there's no leftovers to show about um two percent of the world's population just disappears at one point at the same time and there's never really explained why um but then after that there's these group that starts called the guilty remnant where they just smoke a bunch of cigarettes wear white and don't talk and to get you to join they follow you and just stare at you until you come and figure out what they're about which they're not really about anything right <laughs> yeah i mean it's fat i really wanted to walk in but i knew i know if i walk in there that they're not gonna know that i'm they're gonna know i'm not genuine because there's just no way but I just yeah, went, it'd be nice to try to infiltrate it. But you could go in. I mean, and there's a guy on YouTube I was watching that you know claims he was an ex Scientologist and he tells stories and stuff like that. But it's it's tough because there's no proof because he doesn't. You don't. They don't film, film inside there. there mm-hmm. You know, and if you do, I'm pretty sure they just kill you. Like I'm, I'm honestly. They like, just kill you. Yeah. Like no, I'm like I'm pretty sure because there should be some videos, hidden videos of inside the church. Yeah, how could how could there not be? Right. But I'm positive not... I could sell it and infiltrate, but that sounds a little scary if they're going to kill me. Yeah, no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. After watching this shit, like those people are fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um we we haven't talked about anything we planned on talking about for this yet, but That's okay. <laughs> Um, uh, let's, let's talk about the hottest new trailer that's out. The Lion King live action trailer is out though. I don't know if you can really call it live action. It's not just like, I mean, it's just CGI. It's not like, yeah, but it's no people in it. Well, I don't know. Is, is any of the characters being played like, like Andy circus style? Um, maybe probably. I don't know. Because if they are, then it's kind of yeah. Like I guess it's action. not. It's not. I guess yeah. Okay. Like I and don't know. Maybe the maybe some of the like the land places too are like actual shots, and they just added you yeah, know the know. CGI to them. I mean, yes, it's but it's not a cartoon. Basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but looks dope. It looks amazing. That that opening scene when I when I first saw it, I didn't know what was going on because mm-hmm. I was like. I saw that I saw a bunch of people like going crazy. I'm like, oh, oh, it's, there's a trick. I didn't even know it was dropping, <laughs> and I watched it. And uh, man, it's just so. It looks so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, it does look good. I mean, The Lion King. It was my favorite uh, Disney movie growing up. I used to. <laughs> my mom used to record me singing the songs into our answering machine, and we would just listen back to them. <laughs> That's amazing. You know what I am not looking forward to, is seeing a live action death of Mufasa. Yeah, in the trailer when they showed like the stampede, I'm like, oh shit, what are they? Because I bet show it's here? gonna be even it's gonna be way more brutal than mm-hmm. it was in the in the actual Lion King. Yeah. And it's gonna be probably more sad because it's not just a fucking cartoon. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna be, you know, like a live looking lion and it's probably gonna be way more like bloody and you know Yeah. I mean I doubt it'll be that bad. They're still PG thirteen, but uh, but there are there's like a lot of cool people in it. Like uh, Seth Rogen plays Pumbaa, I think, right? Yeah, Seth Rogen, uh, Childish Camp is Childish Campino Simba. Uh, yes, 
Nice. And then uh, there's Beyonce's in it. Is she the girl lion? She might be. Uh, Who plays Scar? Uh, we should look this up. Yeah, we should we probably look computers. it up. We have a computer. I, 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 saw the, I saw the cast and I was like, geez. I know. There's, there's more uh, people that I am not mentioning, but I will in, in a second. Um, so, yeah, Nala is going to be Beyonce. Eric Andre is going to be Ed the Hyena. Donald Glover, Simba. Seth Rogen, Pumbaa. Uh, Chiantel Elifor, I don't really know how to pronounce him, and I don't really know who he is, is Scar. Oh, Billy Eichner is Timon. And I don't know if you know who Billy Eichner is, but he's on Billy on the Street, which is one of like the funniest, dumbest shows ever, where he just... Have you seen it? Mm-mm. He's just like an asshole in New York going around like interviewing people and saying in like really dumb ways. Kind of like Impractical Jokers almost, but like a little bit more obnoxious and he's a gay, <laughs> aggressive guy. <laughs> okay. Funny. We're going to the 20th hole, by the way. We're going to the 20th? Yep. Okay. No, wait, no. The 21st. They tied 19 and 20. They're going to the 21st hole. It's dark outside, so I don't know if they're going to finish. Yeah. Because it's literally dark. <laughs> Oh, so can't do they stop? They have lights, but I don't know. Or do they just split it? They might just split they might six just, pack. Yeah, they might just shake hands and split it. I mean, that'll be a terrible ending. Yeah, that would suck. And this is the re- <laughs> and that would be a reason why people didn't want this to happen. Mm. But uh, yeah, but yes, no. The Lion King trailer was it just it was. It's like it, you know, us, especially for us, when that was one of our children childhood movies. It's like great to see it remade yeah it's gonna be i'm i'm hoping they i'm i don't want so i don't want them to stray too far away from like the actual movie mm-hmm. but i really do hope they add in some more elements like, to it. yeah yeah um i i don't know i don't i, I don't know what it's gonna be like i was hearing this like uh, <laughs> the uh so like i think mufasa's big thing is like anyone can live in our kingdom as long as you live in harmony and then just randomly anyone except for hyenas <laughs> they just hate hyenas in that yeah movie. <laughs> yeah because hyenas kill things that's why he doesn't like them hyenas are vicious like they their kids come out and like they immediately start fighting to the death i think or maybe that's a bird i heard but uh like the girl hyenas have fake penises and they like rape the boy hyenas to like instill dominance it's really weird (laughs) um but yeah so lion king look for it next year 2019 yep along with toy story 4 teaser teaser for that just dropped too not the trailer but the teaser was the the teaser was with uh the, the the bear yeah who was that it was it was hilarious i forget God, it, I mean, I, I, I knew it at the time that I heard it, but it was hilarious. <laughs> oh, God, my phone. Sorry, I got a new phone, and it doesn't have uh, my gestures. They were doing the, <laughs> the Buzz Lightyear thing. <laughs> he goes, uh, to infinity and your mom. Wait, is it Keanu Reeves? Keegan at, is it Michael Keegan? Oh, yeah. Keegan Michael Key is it Keegan Peel right? They're, yeah, they're Ke- both doing it. Yeah, yeah, okay. And to infinity and your mom. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then Woody walks out and buzzes. but Keanu Reeves is in uh, Toy Story four apparently. All right, that's interesting. Um, Toy Story is my fucking Toy Story three is like one of my favorite movies. We I saw that together. Yeah, that's one of the only movies I've seen in theaters twice. Um, and uh, it was just so. 
fucking like when they were about to be incinerated like it got so real like you were very yeah it was very sad <laughs> it was and just all around great fucking story i mean i mean i kind of part of me wishes is it wishes that it ended there because of how perfect it was but part of you is also yeah i'm wanting you know, to watch well, another one it's pixar they don't really make anything that's bad so no they refuse to make any bad movies. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's weird of them. Most people like to make some bad movies, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just, they just. I mean, the they have the material to just make good movies. Like, mm-hmm. it's really hard to mess up a movie where you don't have to get overly complicated with plots and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. You can keep it very simple. It's a kids' movie. Right, and right. all they do is like they, they like yeah, the cool graphics or the really animations they're really good at, but then something about the story is like so rewarding every time too. Like they always have a good message, yep. and you know, in, they always end positively, which makes you feel good. You know, that's like a scientific fact. <laughs> like, right, you know, sad movies like aren't ever gonna. I mean, a movie can be sad, but it's gotta, it's gotta have a positive message at the end or it's not gonna hit as hard as it as it could have who's your favorite and you like woody because you wanted to get Love the foot woody. tattoo yep mm. you never did <laughs> i am woody i am a the leader and kind of an idiot so. yeah yeah uh i i was i was always a buzz fan there you go um i don't know why but just because he's cool he had wings <laughs> and just was a big was a big buzz fan um I love Toy Story, and I'm so excited to watch. It's crazy because like these movies are made. I mean, they're made for us, right? And, and children, but mm-hmm. that's that's another reason. But that's why they're them. getting remade because we saw them as younger, so it's gonna be like double the venue yeah, or revenue. Yeah, because they're gonna have all our age, mm-hmm. those stupid millennials, and then they're gonna have, <laughs> and then they're gonna have uh, all the, the young children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because like if they were to make like their own kids movie right now. We we're not gonna be guaranteed to go see it. Some of, we probably will see some of them, you know. But like Wreck It Ralph, I really want to see. Like yeah, exactly. Like and uh, Tiger Woods just well, he's probably gonna lose. Uh oh. He just uh, missed a seven foot, uh, seven foot eight inch putt. Uh, Phil has a four foot putt to win. Yeah, I would say that would be an ultimate choke job by Phil if he loses. I mean, this is what Phil does, though. <laughs> this is the reason he's only has five major wins is because he's came in second like five times. <laughs> um, so but, um, we're almost out of time, Mike. There was a show you were watching you wanted to mention. Yeah, New Amsterdam. It's, okay, uh, it's on channel. I think I've oh. seen some. Tr- oh, is, is that the one with the Ryan Eggold? He's uh he's from That's uh, not the Blacklist. one with the doctor, right? Yeah, it's doctor. Oh god, I fucking hate those trailers. You better sell this to me because oh, it's so good. <laughs> so it's about it's at a hospital where that all where where it's all free. Um, okay. so they don't charge for any of their services. And the doctor himself Socialists. He's the he's not the doctor, he's the managing director. He's also a doctor, but he's the managing director of the hospital. Um he finds out that he has cancer. Oh, okay. Um, so he's running a hospital trying to save other people's lives. It's a, the sad, it's like, not sad, it is sad. It's sad. It, this show has made me, has toyed with my emotions more than any show ever. Wow. Like, I get That's so... That's a lot from like, an, what's it on? ABC or something? Yeah, uh, yeah, NBC. NBC? 
Yeah, but it gets me so choked up. Um, it makes my wife ball. It's <laughs> it has really good feel good stories. It has really sad stories. Mm. Um, character development's really good. Um, Ryan Eggold is a beast in that show. Um, you just I I just think he's a freaking. I thought I was gonna have a hard time because I I know him as Tom from blacklist mm-hmm. um so i thought i was gonna have a really hard time watching him as like a different character yeah um but now i just think of him as as the doctor because he just kills this role um i feel like he looks like jack from lost a little bit just, l- just less lost. sexy yeah, i never watched lost anyways um yes but it's it's very good um i highly recommend watching the first even if you watch the first episode um Mm. let watch the pilot and see if it sucks you in uh the pilot is a roller coaster of emotions (laughs) um and i look forward to watching every week i usually hate network tv i usually only me too that's why that's probably why i don't give it a damn yeah i normally don't watch network tv for the most part i mean i watch big brother um on cbs but i just jealousy wanted to watch it and i was like okay we'll give it a chance and after the first episode i was like wow that show almost made me cry. All right. Well, maybe I will give. Well, I mean, I probably won't because it's not my style. But uh, I'm gonna force you into it when you're over at my house <laughs> one day. We're gonna watch. The, we're gonna watch the pilot. Fear number three. Pilot. The president grabbed me. The last uh, update on hole twenty-two. Phil Mickelson defeated uh, Tiger Woods. All right. Congratulations, Phil. Can't say I really care, but you could use the nine million more than Tiger. Exactly. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I haven't watched the hospital show since House. I used to like that show. Um, yeah. But real quick, for moving on to politics, I just want to give a quick shout out to The Walking Dead. Um, oh fuck that show! Um, it, I was like on my last leg. Like I fucking hate this show, um, and it was terrible. It was really bad, but. So I'm sure you've like seen like the trailers or whatever, like Rick Grimes' final episodes. Okay, so Rick Grimes left the show. Um, you know, didn't die. They, I, I won't, I won't uh, waste your time with it. But there's been two episodes since, and it is miraculously a lot better without him. Like they did like a five year time jump, and now they're like actually telling stories in a good way again, and they're not using the same old boring characters. Can aren't these people supposed to die by now? Jesus. And now they're in the rebuilding phase. Like it's more of a, how are these different communities going to coexist with each other now? Because they're all like trying to form communications. I don't know. It's weird, but it's. I like where the direction is since Rick Grimes has left. These cans are very loud. Hey, baby, cans. How you like the beer? I like the beer. Uh huh. Yeah, it's good. Um. I feel like don't do you ever feel like the color of the can kind of affects how it tastes? Like this beer tastes purple. <laughs> I don't. I, we didn't say it was purple can, but it is a purple can. Um, I don't taste grape, which I associate with purple. I don't know. I, it kind of it kind of reminds me of. It's like um. It's five point five percent, by the way. So it reminds me of Mosaic Promise. Okay. Have you ever had that? I th- is that by Founders? Yeah, it is that one right there. Yeah, I have a glass um, from that beer. Um, it's one of my favorite beers. Um, this one just tastes like a little bit more malty than that. Okay. Yeah, I've had... Yeah, I've, I love Founders. All right. 
Mike Politics, how are you feeling about the political sphere we live in right now? Because I'm feeling pretty fucking scared and annoyed by well, it. Well, let me be honest. I was real excited. So I went out and voted this uh, this past election mm-hmm. uh, about a month ago or so. And uh, I didn't give a fuck about the candidates, to be honest. I really voted for the—I wanted to vote for the props. Yeah. Um, because I, the Democratic candidate that I wanted didn't win the primaries. Did you, did you want an, an ill What's his name? Abdul? Yeah, Abdul. Um, wanted him. Uh, I don't really like Whitmer, but I also didn't want Bill Schuette. So um, I this was once again an election where they just gave me two shitty candidates, and yeah. I just had to, I had to choose which one I didn't I liked least or more out of the two evils. Um, but I voted for Whitmer only because she has openly said she's for sports betting. Okay. Um, that was literally and, and the only thing that I turned guess me. That does literally quite uh, seriously affect you with your podcast. It does. If if DraftKings ever went away in Michigan, I'd be screwed. So um, that was the main reason mm-hmm. that I voted for. But I was really excited into for the props. Yeah. Because um, did you vote yes on them all? I voted yes on all of them. Nice. Um, weed should definitely be legal. Um, if my wife is listening, we um, I know she doesn't love the idea of me smoking weed, but I think that once in a while um, smoking some weed instead of drinking a bunch of beer is healthier oh, for my body. Oh, for sure. Especially um, like what if you just eat it even now? Because sure. like, if it's legal, we're going to be able to go buy edibles. It's right. going to be fucking nice. We can grow, uh, starting in December, we can start growing 12 plants if we want. Really? Yeah. Do you have to have them locked up or anything? Yeah, I mean, there's rules to it, yes. But you can grow 12 plants. Damn it, dude! I got a big backyard. I mean, I think it has to be inside, Nick. Well, I don't. I don't think so. It's not in Colorado. I don't know. Well, no, we'll, we'll, we'll have to read, we'll have to read the. We'll have to read the rules, but you can grow up to twelve plants now. But yes, I. I think, and I hope that a lot of people that are sentenced to jail time, prison time for weed-related charges are able to get out sooner. Yeah, that's one of the things I really hope that Whitmer does is like make sure that goes smoothly. It's got to be weed-related. And yeah, yeah. it's and I don't know if I would I would say more like possession charges. Less um, like dealing. I mean maybe dealing to a certain extent. Like if that's the only thing they're dealing, I think they should be out. Yeah, um, sure. But um I think it's I think it was really I was really happy. I was I was kinda of like while I was watching the like 'cause I was I went I, this is one thing about me when it's like election night. Mm. Um I just I don't really getting that into politics i i I have my views or whatever we've talked before i'm pretty down the middle but election night i love watching the the results come in as they come in it's like a sports game yeah yeah so i love and i was getting a little worried about prop one and uh Mm. and there's communities already that are like speaking out aren't gonna allow shops to open up in their cities and stuff like that so um, whatever. I mean, there'll be cities you can go to. Like, it's yeah. not that big of a deal. Everyone knows a drug dealer. All the people that don't want shops in their cities, guess what? There's a shit ton of marijuana already in your city. Well, plus you can just grow it at your house. Yeah. Um, but, so I, I, I don't... The weed opposition people, like, saying that it's going to cause more accidents and blah, 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 blah. What, whatever. You can... You, people drink and drive every day, so... Right. And yeah. I would... I mean, I've... I've drove and smoked weed, and it depends on how high I was mm-hmm. and how much weed I smoked. But even then, I was more in tune than when I'm really drunk. Right, and I think weed affects everybody like a differently. lot differently than yeah. alcohol does. Yeah, like 
I mean, I, I've driven, I always tell this story, but I smoked weed once right before I'm going to a movie with Jeff. Um, and I was driving, I was like, oh my God, this is not safe. And I had like, had to like pull over it. Cause I sure. was like, I mean, I, I'm not someone that can do that because I'm, I get paranoid easily right. and uh, it affects me. Um, so, but you know, some people are like, I know people that can drive fine high. Like I've been in the car with them when they're high and I don't notice a difference. You know? No. Yeah. Some people, some people doesn't affect them that much. For me, I used to do it in high school all the time and I would be fine driving. Um, I'm not that I'm advocating. For no, this. I'm not advocating. I'm not advocating for it either, but I'm just saying like the, the, the weed opposition groups, I would read their articles and stuff and it would just mind boggle me. They're mm. just finding, trying to find any excuse possible to not let yeah. weed be legal for no reason. But um, I was really happy that passed. Prop 2 with um, the... Uh, gerrymandering. Gerrymandering. Yeah, I mean, we th- that shouldn't exist. Like, right. People in power <laughs> shouldn't be able to decide who, like, the districts. Like, come on. And Yeah, that's why I'm, that's why I'm here voting in with Detroit because they... They know that, like, I think Garden City area is a, leans a little bit more left. So they loop us in with Detroit because they can. Yeah. And because, you know, Detroit's always going to be left. Sure. Yeah. And it's just, it's silly, right? Um, it's like, it's like it's, it makes me feel like disenfranchised as a voter because. And this, I think this governor gets, if the Prop 2 didn't pass, they were the, they got, this governor was the one who was able to. Gerrymander the fuck? Yeah. To be able to redistrict, yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought it was it, that was a super maybe. That's easy why it passed, um, you know, because uh, that has you know obviously maybe I don't know. Um, I think Democrats believe in or against gerrymandering for the most part. Not that they wouldn't take advantage of it if it was their turn, right? But um, maybe Republicans were afraid because like Whitmer was the favorite. Like I didn't even see it, like a, a single Bill Shooty ad this whole time and i think i remember when uh it was whoever it was against um is it rick scott or the governor right now snyder snyder rick snyder and i remember only seeing rick snyder ads and not another one not any from the democratic guy so i assumed rick snyder was gonna win yeah, yeah. i don't i don't know how that all works i just whatever i mean as long as they don't pollute the water yeah. <laughs> then sure. I mean, um, I'm, I'm, I, I, I have faith that. I mean, like I said, the past three elections. Now that I voted in, I've went uh, Democrat, Republican, Democrat. You are a true swing voter. I am literally a swing voter. Like you, you got to speak to me, and I'll vote for you. I don't care about the party, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you, you got, you got to tell me what I want to hear. Um, and then Prop Three was the easiest thing. I don't even know why it was on the ballot. I kept saying this. It shouldn't oh, yeah. even be a. It should just be a thing. Yeah, I agree. It's the, so Prop Three is the automatically registered to vote, right? Right. Or and being able to send in an absentee ballot mm-hmm. easier, or anyone can really now, and being able to when you go to renew your license, you're automatically registered to vote. Yeah. Like, it's why isn't that a thing? <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. Because fucking Republicans want to suppress votes because they don't win when people vote. Yeah, that's true. Which is sad but true. I mean, it is. Like, um, <laughs> that's why the people were trying to... I like, mean, some do. What, I mean, there's been good Republican presidents. I'm not saying there hasn't been, but I'm saying in general, their party is... Like, I mean, you, you see... I don't, I don't know how plugged in you are, but you see what's fucking happening in Georgia where, like, 
that was the most fucked up thing. The guy that was running for governor was also the state's attorney general who's in charge of like the voting commission and was literally shutting down voting locations in uh, black neighborhoods and whatnot and like legally rigging the election. Like he didn't do anything illegal, but it's fucked up what he did do. Yeah, I mean that's that. Yeah, I, mean, I haven't been following that to be honest. Uh, it hasn't been a, hasn't I get a lot of my news from Yahoo? I don't mm. know if they're left or right to be honest. I think they link out to most different websites, so if they link out to left and right sources. Yeah, I think they're more like a trend, whatever's trending. Kind yeah, of so I that's probably why I'm pretty in the middle because I mm. list, I I read articles all over the place. Um, that hasn't been a story that's been on Yahoo, to be honest. How that 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 seems really strange to me. Have you seen any other like things like the like because like uh, so after election night like uh, the Republicans were like supposed to have picked picked up four or six seats in the Senate, but then the votes came in more and like more of the absentees ones were counting and the people overseas were counting and like uh, Arizona switched to a Democratic uh, senator and. Uh, you know, it was really close in Florida and Georgia, um, so they only ended up picking up two, which, you know, the Senate's always going to be Republican unless, like, they keep fucking up like they have been. Just because it's, like, you know, r- r- like that's why the House should have always been Democratic, but I just listened to this interesting podcast, like, where Chris Christie is the reason that the House went uh, Republican for a while, because... He started bringing cameras, like news cameras, into uh, the house floor, and they would just do like these things where at the end of the the workday they would go up and like speak, give speeches on things, and the Republicans were just bashing, started bashing Democrats for everything, and like the world was seeing it, and the Democrats were too slow to like go back at it because you know they tend to be more sane people. How is Chris Christie still alive? I don't know. It's <laughs> like the size of a fucking whale. Oh god. Um, no. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. I don't seek out political news. Mm-hmm. Um, one because usually it ruins my day <laughs> if I read too much into it, or it fucking it pisses me off because I read an article and I can tell it's so slanted left or right yeah. that it makes me so mad because I'm like, you're not. Saying you're you're writing this, this should not be how news works. I don't. Media should not be able to do this. Like I can read it because I'm so down the middle, and I'm not slanting what left or right. I can read an article and I can tell if it's left or right, and that shouldn't be the case. Right, you should I mean, be able to. You should be able to write objective, objective articles, because when news is slanted to the left or the right, this is the problem. Because there's a lot of people out there who aren't smart enough to know the fucking difference. Mm. And they just grew up. Like when I was up north. Like listen, I fucking voted Republican. And I'm up north with a lot of my uh, wife's family. And Mm. they're very Republican. They're very right. And they're watching Fox News. Fox News is like the death of this country. No. No. See, that's a left point. Because there's a lot of left news. Most news is left. It's not like they're. It's not like they're intentionally left. No. It's just no, no. People mo- tend to be left. No, bo- most news is very left. Fox is the only right wing news that's not far right. But the 
most news state most news outlets are very left i think that there's a difference between being like naturally left because i mean like yeah every every news station is going to support gay marriage and it's going to support like the social aspects of being a liberal because you can't function because you won't get hired if you're not like that but what i'm saying though nick is this is you're you're speaking from a you're pretty left like i mean I, being I, I i'm speaking from someone who does not watch any of the news okay i get all my news from podcasts okay so what i'm saying though is when i when i either go on websites like i literally if i want to read a story about like something that trump did mm-hmm. i literally have to go around to different websites and read both sides because they're so contradicting to each other mm. it's not even the same news i'm reading two different news stories about the same subject right because cnn or um new york times or whatever i'm reading mm. is so left and some of them it's more than others but a lot of it's so left it's just as bad as fox news and how right they are I don't agree, but uh, I know you don't agree because you're left. <laughs> Just like people that are like, up north that I was, I mm-hmm. got into arguments with. I'm like, why are you watching Fox News? All this news is so hardly slanted towards your viewing pleasure. It's the same. Um, I think fact-based news that just tends to be left-leaning because it is fact-based isn't the same thing as being a right-wing. Um, Fucking what's the, what's the goddamn word that I'm thinking of that Russia does all the time? Starts with the P, I think. Propaganda? propaganda wing of the Republican Party. It's a little different. I don't know, Nick. Because listen, I I I see both sides. Like literally, I voted Democrat in this last election. Like I I have no 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 no, no like horse in this game. Like, mm-hmm. but when I'm trying to objectively get my news. I almost feel like I I have to read both sides and make my own opinion because I'm I'll literally hear like when I was reading about the Khashoggi stuff or whatever yeah um, the Saudi Arabia stuff on one end I'm reading I'm reading news and I'm like wow this sounds like like what are you reading very, this sounds very supportive of how Trump and the administration is handling this and the other end I'm like wow they are just crushing this dude. It's a it's a difference between opinion. Like you can have opinions. But like, those are those are opinion. They're opinions. I right. need fact based news, and fact based right. news doesn't exist. Uh, I I don't agree. I mean, I think I think that reporters that aren't on Fox News, they're not gonna lie about things. Like people on Fox News, like Tucker Carlson, where he claims people fucked up his door protesting at his house and says that on air when. There's police evidence that that didn't happen because it didn't happen. You know that's but why that's instilling so that's inciting violence. Well, I mean, people were protesting at his house, right? Yeah. So like that's a that's an issue in 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 and of itself. Agreed. But so but that, it's that's different the to thing. make it you sound won't, violent. But that's the thing is yes, that is an issue, and that's why I don't fucking it stokes li- the flames of a civil war. That's why I don't listen to news on the right, mm. but I also don't listen to news on the left because on the left. You're going to get news that says they were doing everything that they were allowed to do. They were within their rights. Sure. But was it the right thing to do? No, but they won't say that. Because why Why would you protest in front of someone's home where they live? I mean, some people do yes, think it's, it's the right legal. thing to do. Yeah, but it's not. 
Right, it's and that, not, that in itself isn't an opinion. It is an opinion, but it's also, like, right now, if you had 100 people out here protesting against you, mm-hmm. do you think that's at, at whatever, what time is it? Not even that late. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night when mm-hmm. you're trying to do a podcast or have <laughs> dinner with your family or just love on your dogs that you hate. Like, what would you... You would be oh, dude! I'd be pissed and I'd be scared. But that wouldn't be. That's not the right thing to do. Right, There's but other also ways to handle it. Like, what if I was somebody that went and spewed bullshit racist rhetoric on news for millions of people to believe and start following? I think I might deserve it. Then I'm not saying that I, I think that's but, right. But I'm do, saying I get where those people are coming but from. But are those? But is Tucker Carlson actually like actually factually spewing racist? I mean, we could probably look no. up some clips of him on video saying stuff if you want me to. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, this is where <laughs> I'm getting to is, like, that's that's the issue with news is there is no this is what happened story. It's this is what happened. Here's my left opinion. This is what happened. Here's my right opinion. So I have to then, as a person that doesn't want to take a side because I fucking think leaning too far one way or the other is dangerous... And that's when you get into civil wars, is I need to say, okay, let me know what happened and let me form my own opinion because mm-hmm. other people shouldn't be shouldn't be formulating those opinions for me. Just give me the news yeah. that happened. Because you're either way, left or right, no mm. matter what it is, when they start giving their their professional opinions right. into news stories no matter what way it is, right, le- right, left, wrong, or right, doesn't matter. I tend to more agree that the left people are right about a lot of situations. But then there's sometimes when I'm like, the right people are right. But when you start giving your professional opinions on stories mm. that are facts-based, that also sways people's opinions one way or another. Because there's a lot of people that only listen to this news or only listen to that right. news. And that's... You, you, if you do that, you form your own. You you can't form your own opinions. You're just going off what you hear. Right. But here's the thing, Mike. The president is one of those people that only listens to one of yes. the news. Yes, and that's an and issue. So all of their opinions that are based on what I consider a lot of evil things, he bases his opinions on, and he doesn't even fucking know what he's talking about half the time. Let me show you this video. Um. Um, hopefully we'll play after this. I hope this is the right one, but this is what made me rethink, like... No, no, think of it. You know, it's Russia, after all. Somebody said, are you at all offended that he said nice things about you? I said, no. No, and they said, oh, Trump should have been much nastier. That's terrible. And then they said, you know, he's killed reporters. And I don't like that. I'm totally against that. I, By the way, I hate some of these people, but I'd never kill them. I hate them. No, I think... No, these people, honestly, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I would never kill them. I would never do that. Ah, uh, let's see. No, I wouldn't. I would That's never kill them. That's fucked up. But I do hate them. That's and a I, joke. And some of them are such lying, it, disgusting. That's a joke. Things. That's it, the issue. Is because I here. see that, and I, in my own opinion, is I when I watch that live. Mm-hmm. I'm watching that with my own eyes. Yeah. You just showed me that video. Okay. And by the way he was doing his, his facial expression, his hand expression, 
He was making it as like a joke. A joke that he maybe would kill at a reporter, but no, wait, no, no, I wouldn't do that. Like that's that that's a, that's an acceptable thing for the president of the United States to say after a reporter got killed in Saudi Arabia and then he backed up the leader of there. That's not acceptable. That's not okay. And I don't agree with anyone that thinks that is okay. Well, that is fucked listen. up and dark. And that is what our country could. I could see that happening. I could see Donald Trump hiring a hit on a journalist that knows something about him. Dude, if you think the government hasn't killed people before, you're naive. I'm I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm saying I'm I'm not talking about any other regime. I'm talking about this regime now. I'm, I wasn't as plugged be in the before. Difference? What was the difference? If another regime has killed people before, the difference is what that is I difference? know about it now and I'm plugged in now and I'm not okay with it. Okay, but I'm just saying there's no difference. I mean, that was obviously a joke. You can tell by the way it was said, mm-hmm. the way it was delivered, it was a joke. Sure, you don't like your president joking. And I understand that because that's not what we've dealt he, with he, ever. Obama joked all the time. You can joke about things that are not about, that, that could incite his support. His supporters are what I'm scared of. His supporters are people that have mailed pipe bombs to journalists, to uh, Democratic figures. Yeah. And they, and they do it because they think it's okay because he thinks it's okay. And he's not going to, maybe he won't do it himself, but he's going to incite this violence that killed people in Charlottesville, that it has set these pipe bombs that mass murder people because they think Trump said it's okay. You know, it's fucked up and it's wrong. And I can't, I, it's hard for me to rationalize that anyone still supports this man. I can yeah. forgive anyone for voting for him because he wasn't like this, but it's getting darker and darker yeah. and darker. No, I, I don't support him anymore, and I and I don't know. I, I honestly think, I don't understand what what the uh, terms of impeachment are because, uh, mm. like, honestly, I don't even think it's a real thing, like, unless you, like, literally... I, I honestly don't even know. Is that a real thing? Can you answer me that question? Because only one president ever, I think, has been impeached. And I think two have only one's been removed. Yeah. So but like what I mean, what does it actually take? Because it's it seems not that I'm saying that like I don't know if he's done it enough to do it. But I just people mm. always say like oh, impeach like oh we can impeach him blah, blah, blah. but can you what does it take? All it takes is a vote in the House and the Senate. Yeah, which you're not going to end up getting. No, you won't. Because you have a Senate that's Republican. Well, you, well, you might. Be- and you have Democrats because- that are that just voted with the Republicans. Here, here's the thing about impeachment. is that it, it, It's not going to happen unless something comes down from Robert Mueller. But what I don't understand is why the Republicans aren't more on board with it. Um, and I think it's because Donald Trump is winning them elections and winning them votes. So I think they they don't care how it, how much of an idiot he is because we do have a great system where we can cap him if we need to, um, but I don't I, what I don't I don't understand because maybe it's because Mike Pence is his vice president like and they don't want Mike Pence in there because that guy has his own different kind of fucking issues, and they don't want him to represent the de- Republican Party even though I mean yeah he's fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> he might be. He might be worse. I mean, not worse, but he might be. He worse. might. He, he. He. I think he might be worse policy wise, but he's not as unstable yeah. and fucking violence inciting as Trump. So I would rather take that loss than have like because this country is as close as it's ever been to since the Civil War to getting into something similar. Not that it would ever happen, but something 
crazy could happen. Yeah, I mean... Like, the world is slipping into authoritarianism. Yeah, it is. The world is in general. But, um, and, and I don't know if I if I see civil war, uh, it, like, happening. I mean, we're, I feel like we're, we're pretty far from that at this point. Um, yes, there's violent acts, and it's, mm-hmm. it's sad that it's become normal for me to read about a, a, sh- a mass shooting right. and just go, oh, another one? Instead of, you know, the first time I read about one being in absolute shock and, like, yeah. sadness. And now... Now we just have one where there was somebody that was in the Vegas shooting that died at it. Yeah. Like, like that's, that's wild. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's sad. Um, it, it definitely, like, those kind of things shouldn't, should definitely not happen. Um, and it's, you know, a lot of the times it is... Is or is not because of the the, the right and Trump, but I think it's just bipartisan politics is so toxic right now, and like I mean I don't think I don't think gun control is the answer because I don't I don't I, and I believe in people if you're a person who is sane and is responsible there is no reason you shouldn't be able to have well, a gun at this point with how many guns are in our country mm-hmm. there's no way you could just ban guns. Like, right. anyone would still have access to a gun. Weed is legal, technically, by federal mm. government. And I know a hundred people right now that buy and smoke weed. Right. Like, it's the same thing. If guns became illegal, guess what? I bet you could find people that you could oh, buy a yeah, gun from. For sure. And I'm not even, like, I'm like, there's just, like, what we gotta do is stop people from wanting to kill a bunch of people. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, and that part of that is because of the Republicans, in my opinion. And maybe, maybe you could say it's the Democrats too, but I don't think so. I think the Democrats dislike all the Republicans' views, I, but they're not like the Donald Trump aspects of the Republicans, where they are literally inciting violence. Well, I mean, to, here, here's here's the thing. It, it, neither side's right, right, left, right. Neither side's right. They I, both hate each other. Of course, because, I disagree, but. Well, yes. I'll, I'll hear you out. Well, no, not that I'm saying like the either side is right or wrong about their actual views. But what they're wrong about is the fact that both sides can't stand the other side. Mm-hmm. And both sides, like a lot of people that are Republicans cannot stand Democrats and millennials because we're changing the way the world has always been for them. We're, we're not as um, strong in like our our views we're not is it's, we're not like we we millennials are to me millennials are changing the world for the better right mm-hmm. for the most part we're making things that we're, we're advancing the world so fast and so f- and and just better than ever before i feel like it might be making it worse to be honest but go on no we're not but i do see the point too where we a lot of a lot of millennials, a lot of people my age, are kind of softies, snowflakey, and I and I I didn't like that word at first, but as I as I read some articles and as I as I hear some people talk about things, I'm like, you're being really fucking sensitive. Like, yeah, I agree. Like the world is too fucking sensitive. That's a problem. 
that that's one way it went too far. The reason I think that it's so sensitive is because the information has spread at a rapid pace is due essentially and only to social media. Yeah, social media is fucking terrible. Yeah. But we can't get rid of it. Yeah, we're point. stuck now. So we got to figure it out, guys. That's a conversation for another podcast because this one's over. This has been the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I've been your host, Nick Miguel, been joined by Mike Carls. Where can we find you online? At Mike Carls on Twitter and at SWSDFS for my podcast. Don't forget to go and rate, rate, review, and subscribe this one. And more importantly, Swimming with Sharks podcast because that one is dope and you can make some money. Um, we'll be back uh, next week. Amanda Walker is going to be in town. Preview. Uh, Love Doctor number two. Ooh, yeah. um, follow us on uh, Facebook at Split Six, Six, Split Six Media, wherever you can get your podcast, Split Six Media. Uh, follow me at Nick Wagella on Twitter and Instagram. Find me on Facebook and add me. I don't give a shit. Um, it's Remember, it's more important to listen to what somebody else is saying than it is for them to hear you. And thank you for splitting six with us. Love you.